Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show. We are nearing the end of a, well, really not all that long, City of Springfield budget process. Alderman just got the budget books uh, just about a month ago. They've been poring over them, sitting through hearings, and have now submitted some two dozen or so proposed revisions to that budget document ahead of a final hearing and vote tomorrow night. Now, uh, a couple of substantial revisions to that budget being proposed by Springfield Alderman Joe McMenamin, who joins us live this afternoon. Alderman, always a pleasure. Thanks for taking the time. Welcome. You bet, Jim. Glad to be with you. Uh, of again, about uh, two dozen or so uh, proposals uh, to alter the budget. Some of them coming from the Langfelder administration. Many of them coming from aldermen. The single biggest uh, line item change came from you. You want to dramatically alter the funding put in the budget for fire station construction, taking that uh, that line item from uh, twelve million down to four million. So explain uh, the the rationale there and uh, what uh, how you would restructure this uh, to address those fire station needs? Well, we definitely need to um, put in a new fire station at 11th and Ash, and um, I think everyone supports that, and let's get it done this coming fiscal year. I, I was taking away $8 million, um, from the firehouse budget, um, which would have left $4 million to take care of uh, 11th and Isles, and then my idea was to put um, roughly six of that million into fire equipment and meanwhile, so the mayor has made that proposal, and that's one of the, the uh, amendments now to put $6 million towards um, the, the new rigs, six uh, engines and one fire ladder truck. So that's um, very positive. And then I also wanted to put $1 million additional into each of the two uh, pension funds, one for the one million for the fire, one million for the police. So ultimately, it doesn't change the amount of money the city would spend uh, in, in terms of what was originally in that line item, just reallocating it in different ways. That's exactly right. So it was kind of a revenue neutral proposal. So I was trying to find a way to finance the, uh, the, uh, the additional spending. Uh, and so uh, that's exactly exactly right. I want to come back and talk about the pension part of it here in just a moment, but let's uh, let's start again with the fire stations. Initially, at one point, there was talk about building as many as a total of four new fire stations, and for multiple reasons here. One is to extend some of the uh, coverage uh, out to the to the southwestern portion of the city in the Cokie Mill area. Also, again, we have a couple of older fire stations that are becoming somewhat landlocked, a little bit more difficult to get into and out of. Uh, as you mentioned, one of those at 11th and Ash that would be replacing one that uh, is a little bit uh, farther east, but being impacted by railroad relocation. Um, the, uh, the but with a uh, talk about as many as four fire stations, is building just one sufficient to address the fire department's needs and to address the needs of a, of a community that you know has obviously evolved a lot to the south and west uh, compared to the time those stations were all built. I think we may need to do more, Jim, and I think there's agreement that the. As you mentioned, the fire station has become landlocked because of railroad relocation. That's an immediate, important need, and we've got a, a good location where the uh, the, the Hobbs um, factory was. We've got a, a, a location there that we can go towards for that. On the uh, southwest side fire station, I think we need to think it through. Uh, we, I would like to see us have some discussions with the uh, Chatham Fire Protection District down there, and maybe we can work out something that would serve both our needs in the southwest and their needs in the north uh, west, so to speak, or or north uh, east. Um, there's no um, reason to rush into these things, and I think the mayor is preparing to put together some kind of working group 
to focus on future firehouse locations. Um, there was talk of moving the fire station that's at Monroe and Chatham, which was dis- disrupted at times by all the um, the coffee traffic there at the establishment next door, Starbucks. But um, that issue is somewhat resolved. Um, but basically, Starbucks moved yeah, correct to a different location. That's a uh... Is that right? right? They're moving to Fairhills, um, that Starbucks. So there's no reason to rush into new locations. We have to think it through and make a good strategic uh, decision for each of them. Uh, There's also another amendment, several of the aldermen backing this. Your name is not attached to it, at least as of late last week, to allocate another $750,000 toward overtime for the Springfield Fire Department. Are you in support of that amendment? Yes, we've got no way around it right now. We are short of firefighters, and uh, the class, um, the new classes got delayed, and um, we're just kind of stuck with that uh, situation right now. And by the way, Jim, I don't think it's been reported, but um, our collective bargaining agreement with the fire, it you know was uh, stalled out. We had an impasse, and it was headed to arbitration. But um, in the last uh, a week ago, uh, both sides sat down, and they, they have a tentative agreement, Jim, and it's being voted on by our firefighters today and tomorrow. Yeah, so I would get to the city council. I was soon. not aware of that. Last we'd heard, it was, in fact, headed to arbitration. We reported on that a, a few days back. But, uh, uh, and I realize that uh, since it's still being uh, uh, considered, uh, you may not be able to go into a lot of it, but would it address some of the, uh, the, the overtime issues that are uh, created by the minimum staffing levels required by the, the previous contract? Possibly, uh, possibly. Um, I did talk with Vince Zumo before uh, the council meeting we had last week on Tuesday night, and he thought that uh, on the economic terms, it was um, it would likely be be viewed favorably by the firefighters. And I hope it will be. I hope we can get move on, and uh, that'll be that'll be great. I but we do need some greater flexibility um, in terms of avoiding overtime, and I hope we can get to that. Uh, and so if uh, the firefighters do ratify this, when do you expect it would go before the city council? In the next week or so? Let's see. Tonight's committee of the whole... Or tomorrow uh, night, is possible they could... Yeah, tomorrow night's committee of the whole and then, I don't know, maybe the ordinance could be written up a week after that. Gotcha. Um, okay. It could be a week from tomorrow. Well, we'll uh, definitely want to hear more uh, about that, and I'm sure we will in the in the days to come. As you mentioned, if this is something where the economic terms will be viewed favorably by the firefighters, does that also then potentially serve to sweeten pensions and, and add to what I know has been a, a long-standing concern of yours, which is the amount of money being eaten up in the city budget each year by police and firefighter pensions? You know, the benefit um, formulas, we can't control all that much except final salaries. We do control that, and we have to be careful about final salaries, which is one of the reasons why I was so opposed to, I thought, um, the mistake the mayor made when he gave that 5% to um, uh, Chief uh, Winslow. Winslow. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got this Tier 1, Tier 2 uh, separation now, Jim, but um, – for Tier 1 employees, which were hired prior to 2011, uh, for fire and police, they sh- their pension is still based on their rate of pay on their final day of work. And so, um, you know, um, Chief um, Winslow did get a, a big boost there to his pension, which uh, the Tier 2 employees will not be able to get because their um, 
pension will be based on the rate of pay. I think it's over the most recent 48 months or something. Um, it's, it's, it's averaged out, which is a better way to do it. As you mentioned, um, we're talking with Alderman Joe McMenamin. He's put forward uh, several amendments uh, to the city budget and the final budget vote expected for tomorrow night. And Alderman, so do I understand you correctly as far as the reallocation of uh, some of the money initially proposed for fire station construction to apply that to uh, equipment needs and also some additional money into pensions that the mayor is on board with that? So do you think you've got the votes to, uh, to pass that amendment, or those amendments rather tomorrow night? Well, I, the mayor has reduced um, his, as I understand it, he's going to reduce his firehouse spending proposal from ten, from twelve million down to ten million. Uh, I, the uh, pension funds that I would like to, the additional total two million dollars of pension funds, it could come from other sources besides the reduction of the firehouse budget. Uh, we could just draw down. Um, city um, surplus, city, um, uh, you know, balance. If we had to, I think it's going to be a lot of, there'll be a lot of discussion tomorrow night. You know, I haven't talked with most of the aldermen about any of this, and I think we're all going to listen to each other and try to come up with consensus uh, tomorrow night. All right. So uh, the mayor wouldn't uh, go as far as you're proposing in terms of, of cutting uh, the, the uh, fire station construction budget. So, yeah, still a lot to uh, to haggle through. And we'll obviously be following that debate tomorrow evening uh, in the Springfield City Council, that special meeting that's been called because the budget uh, takes effect next week. So you have you've uh, you really are uh, getting down to uh, the final uh, days to be able to get that approved. Let's talk again about putting that extra million toward uh, one million toward police, another million toward fire pensions. What does that do in terms of unfunded liability and stabilizing those pension funds? Well, it's a small step, but a bunch of small steps will get us somewhere. Just to give the overall big picture, when Ozzie Langfeldt left office back in 1995, the total amount that we, the city owed to the police and fire pension funds was $15 million, $15 million. By the time after um, Hesera and Davlin, 16 years of their time in office, uh, the, the pension debt, the total pension for police and fire pension debt had grown to $200 million, and that's when I came in as alderman. And uh, so that's when I started voting no. So I've had 10 consecutive no votes to the budget because it's just not right to go deeper and deeper into debt. So what's happened since 2011 when I came in and um, the current um, debt to police and fire? Well, it's gone from $200 million in 2011, and it's now at $450 million. It's just wrong. It's pushing um, debt to the next generation. It means they're going to have to pay the taxes that we're not paying now. They're going to have to reduce their services that we're receiving now. So I think we have to be fair and not kick this can down, as we always do. Um, No solution will be painless, Jim. I think other municipalities have taken appropriate steps. Danville has put together a revenue source that's completely dedicated to police and fire pension funds, Peoria has. And that's ultimately, I think, what we'll need is a new source of revenue dedicated to pay off what, um, unfortunately, um, the city councils have allowed to um, happen here the last uh, 25 years. We've just, um, we we really haven't balanced the budget, really, Any- basically, is what it boils boils down to any idea what that new uh, source of revenue could be the, the, I, i've spoken in at council meetings in the past about three possible ones one was um a um 
a natural gas tax that Ameren users would pay, a municipal natural gas. Most of our peer cities have a, a municipal natural gas tax. That would be one idea. Over in Danville, what they did is they just, if you've got um, 5,000 square foot of real estate or less, you pay um, an annual fee of, uh, I believe it's uh, $220. And that that fee, Jim, is kind of tried to get at all the churches, private schools, and um, all the not-for-profits, uh, completely charitable real estate pieces of property that currently don't pay in to real estate taxes. So what they did was they created a fee that would, everyone would pay towards every kind of real estate owner would pay. It was a flat fee. Uh, over up in Peoria, they did something similar. Um, again, trying to get everyone to contribute, whether you're um, ch- exclusively charitable, uh, educational, yeah. or religious or not. And uh, th- their proposal is kind of uh, it's, it's a graduated uh, flat fee based on how much square um, building square footage you have. Um, so. There's ideas out there um, to increase revenue, and uh, I think we'll ultimately need that in Springfield. Alderman, I'm almost out of time here. Uh, Real quickly, the Illinois Municipal League has proposed on public safety pensions uh, to both uh, extend out the window to reach the the statutory required funding levels, but also to lower what the statute would require. I think instead of 90% fully funded, it would only have to be 80%, and they'd have until 2050 to do it. Uh, Your thoughts on on that? Is that something the state uh, General Assembly should adopt? You know, ironically... Jim, that's exactly what happened in 2011 when the Tier 1, Tier 2 came into being. They extended the uh, the uh, ramp from, at that time, it was let's fully fund up to 90% the pensions by uh, 2033, and they extended it to 2040. And what happened, everyone just kind of took the easy way out and got some cushion, but we didn't. But but with the debt continue to grow larger, I guess I'm in favor of it. But it'll take some good discipline to actually draw down the debt, um, and that's what we haven't had at uh, at Springfield Municipal Hall the last. Um, 25 years. And if aldermen don't uh, go with your proposal to allocate more money to pensions, will you be a no vote on this budget as you have been uh, in these past years? Thanks for asking. I would, uh, you know, Jim, I'd really want to be a yes vote, and I I hope I I can be a yes vote before I leave the council. So, yeah, I'd be a yes vote uh, tonight or tomorrow night if we put the additional $2 million into the police and fire pension funds. If they do, but if they don't, you, you don't think you would be? No, I got to keep saying the message. I think I've been had a correct position for ten years. I was hoping I'd be wrong, but I think it's been correct. And uh, I'm just gonna. Um, I'm a. I'm a. You, you got to um, pay your way.